Blog Talk Radio. the country and around the world streaming live on the internet it's real estate coaching radio bringing you the latest news interviews and secrets of the top producers hosted by award-winning real estate coaches tim and julie harris welcome back everyone this is tim harris i'm flying solo today on real estate coaching radio and we are going to be talking about one of my perennial favorite topics and it's called early warning signs now, before I get to the early warning signs content that I prepared for all of you, I want to make you aware of some really fantastic news that came out about housing. None of you longtime listeners to the radio show, nor all those of you, who, the thousands of you who are our coaching clients, should be surprised by this news. But guess what? There was a spike increase in housing starts or, early, or housing permits pulled of something I think it was, I don't have the report in front of me, 13 or 15 percent. Obviously, that is indicative of the return of the housing boom, which all of you have been hearing us prepare you for, I was going to say warn you about, but whichever word works for you, for the last, what, six months, a year? We knew it was coming. We told you it was coming, and it's here. So don't doubt it. More information on that, hop on over to realestateinsidernews.com. So it has been a fantastic week here at Harris Real Estate University. We've obviously had a lot of great coaching calls with existing students. Hundreds of you have enrolled in a coaching program. A lot of you guys are raising your eyebrows and saying, well, what the heck is this Harris Real Estate University and this Tim and Julie Harris all about? Well, check us out, of course, on the web at timandjulieharris.com. Or the easiest thing a lot of you guys can do is just go on over to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and request a free coaching call. Now, the radio show, this radio show in particular, I have, um, I was hoping to have become the most listened to real estate coaching radio show on the Internet. Obviously, we broadcast this live on Blog Talk Radio, and it goes out through iTunes and a bunch of other syndication channels, and indeed, we've accomplished that goal. And I want to personally thank all of you for making that possible. You know, a lot of you guys are loyal listeners. You listen live every day. Most of you listen in replay, and it seems like more and more of you are, of you are sharing um, what we have to hopefully uh, motivate, educate, and get you guys into action about on this radio show. So thank you for doing that. I sincerely appreciate it. And your homework from this and every radio show that follows that you're going to be listening to is, of course, to share it with other agents. Help them to make the most of this real estate recovery and this real estate boom that we are in the beginning stages of enjoying. So today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is early warning signs. Now, before we take a quick break, I'm going to kind of set this uh, radio show up. So those of you in California, you'll know, of course, what a seismograph is. Essentially, it's an indicator that scientists use to try to predict the upcoming uh, severeness of an earthquake. So there are little sensors that they have placed all over, let's just use California as an example, that monitors the tiny, tiny, tiny little micro-movements in the earth. And they know, depending on the intensity of those movements, the frequency of those movements, how big an earthquake is going to be. That's the science of studying the Earth, of the studying, uh, the, you know, using the seismographs, prepares all of you for earthquakes. Now, 
not many earthquakes. Well, earthquakes happen all the time in Southern California. It's very, very normal in California all the way up the coast to experience earthquakes. But for the most part, you don't even realize they're happening because they happen so frequently. Well, that's a lot like your life. That's a lot like your business. There's things that are happening all the time that you just adapt to. But what this radio show is about is how to predict when a big one is coming. In other words, if you are a scientist and you are watching your seismographs and you are trying to understand the, uh, whether the earthquake that was coming was going to be one that was going to be uh, essentially threatening, whether it was going to maybe cause loss of life, or whether, whether it was just going to be another little tremor that maybe we could just all ignore, not even feel in the first place. Well, your business, your life, as I just indicated, all have little early warning signs, and that is what today's radio show is about. I want all of you to be your own scientist, have your own seismograph to study and watch your own behavior to know whether or not you personally are headed for a big earthquake in your business, in your life, in your finances, or whether or not you are on track and going to be on sound uh, strong ground. So we're going to be talking about that after the quick commercial break. Be ready to take notes. This is one of my favorite topics to present. And uh, the reason it is is because those who are paying attention and listening and observing and learning will take action on this information. And I'm going to give you a very specific homework assignment at the end of this so that you then can be a little bit introspective by monitoring yourself and knowing whether you are on track and what you have to do to stay on track. So we're going to be talking more about this when we come back after this quick commercial break. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected – You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven, market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best, not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. 
This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. Okay, we are back. So we're talking today about you understanding your own personal early warning signs and how once you understand those early warning signs, you can rid forever the problems that many agents are plagued with their entire real estate careers. For example, not understanding and embracing this concept that I'm about to present will result in your continued dramatic swings in your income. Your goal is to have cash flow, not cash spurts, followed by cash drought. A lot of you have uh, requested free coaching calls in the past, will request free coaching calls in the future, enroll in our coaching programs with the sole goal of making it so you have consistent income. Consistent income is the promised land of real estate. Why hasn't it happened? Why doesn't it happen very frequently for many agents? Even top producers have dramatic swings in their income. Well, that's what today's radio show is all about, helping you solve. So here's a little clue. In real estate, there's typically a 90-day pay cycle, depending on your market, right? In, I guess, some of the hot markets, it's maybe 60 days. What do I mean by that? So you make a contact with a seller, and let's just use the seller as a, you know, a listing because that's what we focus on here, is you focus on you know, the initial contact, the initial listing presentation. You go through the process all the way through the marketing, the negotiation of the contract, through the closing process, through the escrow process, to your paycheck. In most parts of the country, it's going to be 90 days. In Southern California, for example, right now, and certain other, you know, Austin, Texas, I'm thinking of you guys, it's going to be more like 60 days. In the rest of the country, in the Midwest, maybe even up into the Northeast where there's a longer closing process just because attorneys are more directly involved, you might be looking at a process that's going to be 180 days, 120 days. You get the point. Know how long the average cycle is in your marketplace between initial contact with seller and paycheck. That is important that you understand that because here's a little indicator. Here's a little secret for you guys. If you are money challenged now – it's because you didn't do what was necessary to generate income 90 to 180 days ago. What you're doing now, today, this week, will pay you in 90 to 180 days from now. So think about that for a second. So if you are experiencing, literally, you know, here's another way. Julie always says this, and it's true. So today uh, is the, basically the middle of the month, right? So the middle of the month, next month, if you don't have any income coming in, if you don't have a closing scheduled, it's because this week you probably didn't do the things you were supposed to be doing to generate income into the future. Or maybe if your cycle is longer, it'll be you know, 180 days from uh, today. So you guys get the concept. What you do today pays the future you. So when you have a closing, you know, seriously, thank the past you for having put in the effort. Actually, pass the past you, the you six months ago, if you're like in Ohio where Julie and I sold real estate, and say, hey, six months ago, Tim, thank you for the effort. I really appreciate it. That's how it works. Get that concept in your mind because that's the first step in getting rid of, for the rest of your real estate career, these cash spurts that plague so many of you. So 
Know what your early warning signs are. The early warning signs are the little things that you are doing today that will lead up to the inevitable big one, the big one being um, a huge financial problem, a huge health problem. Those things don't just happen, right? Let's go back to the seismograph analogy with the earthquakes. Little, little movements in the earth. Seismographs uh, are telling the scientists that these are happening at an intensity and a frequency that, yes, this is going to lead to a potentially big, dangerous, killer earthquake. In your life, and I focus, obviously, as your business coach on your business, in your real estate business, you are demonstrating little tiny movements, little tiny things that are showing up on your personal seismograph, and here are some ideas for you. So let's start out with the idea of asking this question, these questions I wrote down. Your best month ever. Do you remember when it was? Let's just focus on maybe the n- most number of closings you ever had and the most money, amount of money you've ever earned in a month. Write that number down. Now, ask yourself this. The best you can recollect, what were the activities that led up to that great month? So maybe they were at that time when you had that great month, leading up to that great month. Maybe it was you know, 90 days leading up to that great month, because remember the whole pay cycle concept, or 180 days if you're like in Ohio or the Midwest. What, were the acti- what was the genesis of that effort? Was it because you had a financial have-to versus a financial want-to? A lot of you guys are familiar with that concept when we explain to you how to uh, essentially differentiate the level of seller's motivation depending on if they have to sell or want to sell. Well, that applies the same concept to you. Do you have to earn right now or do you want to earn? I'll tell you right now, when some of you guys are essentially auditioning to be one of our personal coaching clients, one of the questions I always ask, and you don't necessarily know why I'm asking this, is if you have income from any other source. Because if you do, you're going to be a pain in the butt to coach because unless you are a really driven person and have really big ambitions for yourself, you aren't going to work or you'll work at a very moderate to low level. Because people that don't have to work, people that don't have some big financial monkey that they want to get off their backs, very rarely make any extraordinary efforts in their life. Now, if you're in a position where you don't have to work, where you've got enough money coming in passively, maybe you're being supported by rental properties, as some of you are, or maybe you're being supported by a spouse, or maybe you inherited some money, or maybe in the past years you were smart enough to accumulate, you guys get the idea, God bless you, you're in a fantastic position. So if you want to have a richer, fuller life and you want to get to the next level in your real estate business, you have to learn how to create a financial have-to without having that financial have-to being something negative. What might that be? For example, you've decided, just a random idea, you're going to take the month of September off and you're going to travel Europe and you're going to pay cash for it. And you're going to pay, and you're going to pay for it with the cash that you earn in your real estate business between now and then. That's an idea, isn't it? Or you're going to buy a rental property. You're going to pay cash for it. You want to close in October. You're going to pay cash for it on the money that you earn between now and then. You guys get the concept, right? So, you know, I have one coaching student, and this works really well for her. I wouldn't recommend it for all of you, but, it, you know, for her it works. So she's rich. She just is. She's got millions and millions of dollars, lots of investment properties, lots of everything. Inherited some of it, earned most of it. So what she does to motivate herself, because she doesn't have to work every day, she doesn't have to work at all, truthfully, is she basically has an American Express card. And she'll go out and charge a whole bunch of stuff on it. 
and she'll rent up a fifty to eighty thousand dollar American Express bill, usually every thirty to forty five days. Well, as some of you may know, American Express doesn't charge you any interest, really any credit card, as long as you pay it off in thirty days. So she continuously creates these big financial have tos for herself that keeps her in a state of being motivated. So remember back what your best month was. Remember what were the things that were leading up to that being the best month. Chances are there was something really, something really almost maybe scary or threatening. You were motivated. Just remember back what that was. Reattach yourself to that feeling because it kind of all starts there. The next thing you have to ask yourself is, again, drill down on what the activities were that led up to that great month. You were either in a have-to or a want-to situation. Chances are you had to earn. You are making contacts. See, the very idea that you had this financial monkey probably that you wanted to get off your back, you made more contacts. You were what we call situationally aware of the opportunities around you. You were talking to more people. You were spending less time online, less time in Facebook, less time in office meetings, less time going to motivational events, less time doing stuff that wasn't going to put you directly in front of contacts, directly in front of folks that you knew had to buy and sell real estate. You were also... This is what also led up to that great month. You knew intuitively, like a machine, like my best coaching client, you knew not to waste too much time on anything passive when it came to lead generation. You knew all your income was going to come from direct, um, proactive lead generation. You weren't waiting for an email to show up with a lead. You weren't waiting for a postcard to result in a phone call. You weren't waiting for a referral to magically come in from the forget-me-not seeds you dropped off two months ago. You were picking up the phone. You were direct meeting direct with people. Remember, that level of motivation, that is in you at all times. You need to re-engage it if you're hoping to have a fantastic future. Next, you probably were focused on your exercise and nutrition, or at the very least, you were doing something to keep your body healthy, motivated, in action, oxygenated. These things were going on. You just might not remember those were part of the, you having your best month ever. If you're feeling light on energy, check your nutrition. Start exercising every single day. A great book that I recommend to all my private coaching clients. Um, I don't remember the author, so you'll have to go to Amazon and just put in this title. It's called The End of Illness. The End of Illness. Uh, so just go search for it, and you'll find the author's name. He was a, a cardiologist, I believe, or no, not a cardiologist. He was a doctor. It's a f- relatively new book. Research it, read it, fantastic book. Changed my outlook on nutrition, changed my outlook on supplements, something else you guys should all be reconsidering if you're taking them. The next thing is you stop doing certain things that uh, to focus on that made you money. For example, you did stop going to the office meetings. You did stop attending the conferences. You did stop spending so much time on social networking because you knew those things were too passive and you really were motivated to resolve that financial issue, that thing that you were trying to get off your back. If you didn't have something that was pressing you, I mean, I've seen some of you guys who have never been motivated, who've never had any, who've never had really any desire or drive, and all of a sudden you get a spark because you want to buy a new house, you want to buy a new car. I've had coaching clients that have gone from duds to studs because they've turned a certain age. People who basically were in their 30s, and I coached them for a couple of years, and they're like, yeah, dude, 
yeah, no, it's, I'm just hanging. I'm just waiting for the leads to come in. And then all of a sudden, when they're looking down at the, the barrel at that 40th birthday, all the, it, it's like I'm talking to a different person. So it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes for you to feel motivated, get motivated, because this is the start of a new real estate boom. Now, I'm going to give you guys a tip. Don't wait to feel motivated. Waiting to feel motivated means you're only going to get results when you feel a certain way. Waiting to feel a certain way, in this case motivated, means that really, realistically, how many days do you actually wake up feeling motivated? How many days throughout the day do you actually feel motivated? If you're lucky, 10% of the time. Most of us just have little spurts of motivation. The motivation comes from the action. The motivation comes from the doing. If you don't feel successful, if you don't feel motivated, if you don't feel driven, act like you do. Get cleaned up. Wear nicer clothes. Go in, Intentionally go start talking with people. Put yourself into action, and you will find the doing of the activity automatically, almost like magic, changes how you feel internally. And then when you have that experience, never forget it. And stop falling for all these snake oil salesmen who are trying to sell you that they'll make you feel motivated. Motivation, true long-term motivation, is not just a hit of coffee that comes from some external person usually trying to make you feel motivated. People who pay big dollars to go to motivational events, have you ever noticed that within a day or two or three, they basically have gone back to the way they were before? Because true long-term motivation only comes from the action. The actions, frankly, are what are, lead and differentiate you from the other guy. It's what you do. It's not what you say. You don't judge somebody by what their intentions are. You judge them by what their results are. When someone comes to a coaching call and they tell me what they're going to do and they basically have week after week where they have made these big promises around their own goals and they intend to do this and they intend to do that and they don't do them, well, guess what? That's a person that's out of integrity. That's a person that's not really being truthful with themselves. And you have to have or I have to have a real coming to Jesus session with them when it regards with regards to basically them being what we call here in Texas, tall hat, no cattle. In other words, there are lots of talk, but no action. They're not taking the actions that, are no, that they know are necessary. If you're in that position, which I know a lot of you are, request a free coaching call, and I promise you at the end of that coaching call, you will have clarity about the actions you should be taking. And, of course, existing coaching students and those of you who are ready to become coaching students, you will always get priorities for free coaching call scheduling, especially for Julia or myself. So remember that about motivation. It happens from the actions. It doesn't happen from reading something or watching something or listening something. It comes from doing something. So let's get to it. What are your early warning signs? What are the early warning signs that you are headed for a crash or you're going to start developing negative momentum? And if you right now are finding yourself in a place where you are going through a financial cash drought, it's because you didn't pay attention to your own early warning signs probably 60 or 90 days ago. So write these down. I just wrote down some ideas. And then write down your own because this is a very personal thing when taken seriously. And then when you realize that you're doing one of these activities now, stop doing it immediately. Stop doing it before it gets worse. Stop doing whatever it is. And it's probably a series of things that are leading up to you being in the situation that you're in now. Or if you're at the top of the wave and you're having the best year ever, which I know thousands of you are, congratulations. Write these early warning signs down. Add to it for your own list. 
so that you could continue having this incredible gear that you also richly deserve. All right? So here's what I wrote down. Not being media-free or at least media-light. Some of you have become addicted to media. What's media? Media is anything you listen to, that you read, that you watch. Being media-free means you stop watching TV, you stop listening to the radio, you stop reading your news feeds on Facebook, you stop anything and everything that's externally uh, being fed to you that's adversely affecting your mindset. It is all around you. It is surrounding you. You know, it's funny, and everyone, you know, I've read so many different articles about this. Why is it that people are so addicted to negative? Why is it that everything is based anymore on providing you with nasty negative information? I don't really understand why, and guess what? I'm going to spend no time trying to understand it. What I am going to do is I personally am media-free. Julie's media-free. Our daughter Zoe's media-free. We are all media-free. You be media-free as well. Immediately, you will feel withdrawal symptoms as you stop intaking all that crap, just like if you were getting off caffeine, just like if you were trying to adapt or drop any kind of dependency. At first, you're going to feel withdrawal. You're going to feel like you're missing out. You're going to miss the news. You're going to miss Wolf Blitzer talking about his breaking news cycle or Anderson Cooper telling you about breaking news about something that no one gives a rat's ass about. You see, you've got addicted to that little surge of adrenaline, and that all started in earnest after September 11th because after September 11th, we were all sitting around watching the news with our jaws open, can't believe what happened, and all the media realized that they need to keep our, uh, the way to keep our attention is keeping us in a state of fear. And by doing this breaking news, negative garbage constantly, so many of us have gotten addicted to it. The only way for you to completely purge yourself of that constant stream of negative input is to literally go cold turkey. Now, some of you have already gone media free, then got back on the media, and then kept coming off, blah, 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 blah. So for those of you who are more aware of the influences that the media has on you, my suggestion is just to go media light. And by media light, maybe you spend 15 minutes a day on Facebook. But just for God's sake, start taking back control of what information is coming into your head. That way you can have a resemblance of control for the results that you get in life. All right, so some more ideas I wrote down. Not making active lead generation contacts. In other words, if you're buying buyer leads, if you're waiting around for a postcard to work, if you're waiting around for anything to come to you, that is an early warning sign because the passive stuff is what everybody does. There's nothing ever that's going to become uh, positive long-term about passive lead generation efforts. The only thing that really works, and you ask any top producer this question, listen to any of our superstar interviews, listen to the uh, millionaire agent uh, uh, conference that we do now and then, and you're going to hear from every single one of our top producers that what makes the difference is the proactive contacting. We've talked about that constantly, especially on this radio show. Another early warning sign, really bad lead follow-up. What are your lead follow-up rules? Do you have any lead follow-up rules? How do you organize your leads? How long does it take from when that lead shows up, however it shows up in your email, in your voicemail, however it shows up, how long does it take for you to call that lead back? If you listened to yesterday's radio show and the day before's radio show, we talked about 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE, and we talked about how critically important it is to do immediate lead follow-up, and that in itself is often the secret sauce that gets you that buyer. 
that gets you, most importantly, that listing. The next thing I wrote down, and this is kind of an interesting concept, but it's true. Some of us fall prey to slowly overindulging in alcohol, right? You start with one uh, drop of uh, or dr- glass of wine uh, per night, and the next thing you know, you're now having four. So all these types of things add up, and then you slowly develop alcohol dependency. Or even worse, or in addition to that, you develop health issues. Well, that carries over to the next day because you don't, you hadn't slept well. Your body is feeling drained. You're not taking care of yourself. And, of course, when you're physically messed up, it's going to be very hard for you to get results because you just aren't going to feel physically in tune with it. Your health matters most. Next, not enough sleep. Lots of studies done on sleep. Everybody, you know, the, the traditional sort of, I don't know where it came from, but it's kind of stupid thing is to brag about how little sleep I get. I get four hours of sleep. I'm some sort of Viking. No, you're stupid because every single research study that's ever been done has shown that people need, on average, seven hours of sleep a night. Hey, guess what? I do, I do, I'm fine on eight hours. I even do better on ten. I love sleep. You should embrace it too because it gives your body, your mind, the opportunity to regenerate. Smarter people know that sleep is another secret to having everlasting continued success. Now, enough exercise, you can write that down. Is that an early warning sign for you? Here's another funny one. This is kind of interesting, too. Dressing poorly. If you find yourself being okay, dressing like a slob every day, the cumulative effect of not looking your best is starting to wear on you in more ways than you think. Go shopping this weekend. Buy some new clothes. Look nice. Throw out the jeans you've been wearing every day. No longer look like a slacker when you go to work. Wear a suit or at least wear a sports jacket. You get the idea. Little things like that matter. When you are feeling successful, if you had a trillion-dollar closing and you were getting a trillion-dollar commission check today at 4 o'clock, the closing's happening, and someone's going to hand you a check that's going to be bigger than the check you've ever seen before, how would you dress? How would you walk? How would you talk? What would you look like? What would your hair look like? What would your physical state be? How, how straight would your shoulders be? How fast would you walk? All those things are indicative of feeling confident. So here's the little trick. Why don't you go ahead and in your mind pretend that you have some mega closing today, later today, and act like it, dress like it, talk like it, walk like it, and then you're going to see because you've changed your physical state, your mental and emotional state will follow. This is, again, how it works, guys. Pay attention to what I'm sharing with you. These are all things that anyone can do. Not enough appointments. I wrote that down as the next one. Some of you, if you go too long without having an appointment, will start developing some doubt issues. So if you don't have any appointments, if you don't have any buyer or seller appointments, you need to follow our 90-day massive action plan. Uh, if you need more information on that, it's part of the Real Estate Coaching Essentials Program. Next thing I wrote down, and these are kind of these few points are kind of all in the same bucket, but do you have a bad attitude? Are you finding yourself talking and gossiping about other people? Are you finding yourself being complainy? Are you, are you complaining about anything? One complaint, one thing that you complain about to yourself, to another person, to anybody, breeds another one, which is the very early warning sign of negative momentum. Do not complain about anything, even if you're justified to complain about it. Just keep your mouth shut because you start inviting to you all kinds of other negative emotions. And negative emotions breed what? Lack of activity, which leads, oh, there we are, no money again. It all is related. Okay, here's another thing I wrote down. Um, Not saving enough money. 
is not saving enough money. For many of you, if you haven't saved any money, you're what? Accumulating debt, which is the next point that I wrote down. If you're accumulating debt, that's an early warning sign. You rationalize. Well, you know what? I'm going to buy these Trulia leads or these Zillow leads, and I'm going to, I'm going to rationalize that I'm going to put these on my credit card for the next six months, and hopefully that investment will work out. Oh, I'm going to also try this other whiz-bang lead-buying idea. You know what? Then I'm going to try this other one. Now I'm going to buy some postcards, and you accumulate debt with no closings because you actually believed that buying buyer leads and doing all this passive crap will result in you getting uh, paychecks. And you slowly discover, as your mountain of debt increases, that you have been, I don't want to say lied to, but let's just say greatly misled into believing that passive stuff works. Passive stuff works, but it's not the thing that you need to lead your business with. Yes, postcards can work. Yes, buying buyer leads can work. Yes, a lot of these things that people are telling you can work, but they cannot be the things that you primarily focus on. After you've learned how to proactively lead generate, after you, after you have consistent income from having a consistent number of listings using our magic number formula, which our existing coaching students know about, after you've done that, maybe then possibly you should consider doing passive stuff. But my strong advice to you is never consider the passive stuff. That's the bottom line, guys. It's the activity of being active that results in the paychecks. The action is the key word here. So if you find yourself in a state of negative momentum, and I know some of you are listening right now, you now want to add to your list. What are the things? Maybe you argue with your children. You argue with your spouse. You stop going to church. You fill in the blank. What are your early warning signs? Ask yourself, what are the things that you do when you're in a positive state? How do you look? How do you talk? How do you walk? Everything. How do you relate to other people? So now that you've kind of realized that, okay, you're either at the top of the wave and you want to stay on the wave, and so you're going to write down the things that you need to watch out for yourself, your little tiny movements and your personal seismograph, and then you're going to write down if you're finding yourself in a state that you don't want to be in anymore, judging by your checking account balance, you should know where you are in this equation, then you need to write down and be honest using my list, adding to it the things that you need to stop doing. When you come up with your seven to ten things that are indicative of your early warning signs, do yourself a favor, write those down on a piece of paper, post those by your desk, and constantly check yourself against all of those things. Are you starting to find yourself complaining? Are you starting to find yourself reading newsfeed from CNN? Are you starting to find yourself too much time on Facebook? Whatever those things are, write them down and check yourself against them constantly and realize that if you continue doing that, you are welcoming in the misery. You're welcoming in the cash flow challenges. You're welcoming in the negativity. And guys, you know as well as I do that it breeds. As soon as you, you know, welcome in any kind of negativity, it manifests. It creates other problems for you. A financial problem breeds personal problems, breeds health problems, breeds all kinds of other issues. So wherever you are, stop, write these things down, be introspective, and for God, guys, please take action on this. Take it seriously. Now, a quick way to change direction. Here's a little suggestion for you. After you've gone through this exercise, a lot of you are going to listen to today's radio show again. Go back and make another list of the things that you're grateful for. Gratitude can't exist in your mind at the same time that these negative emotions do. They can't. So try it right now. 
Write three things down or think of three things that you're grateful for. Hey, hey, I'll do it right now. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful to thousands of coaching students that have helped to make Julie and I uh, a success in all of our you know, in all the business ways that you can possibly imagine along with all the financial ways. So since we're in a business relationship, all of us are, I'm going to say I'm very grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the experience that Julie and I had selling real estate. You know, the experience that we had selling real estate made us the great coaches we are. I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for all, again, this is a personal, this is not a personal thing, this is a business radio show, right? I'm grateful for the fact that Julie and I are multimillionaires. I am. We weren't born of it. We created it. We manifested all this, did all the work, took all the action. We are, as I really appreciated the compliment we got yesterday, we are authentic real estate coaches, not fakers. We've been there, done that, and we're going to show you exactly how we did it so you can do the same thing, along with the thousands of others that already are and have that are also also our personal coaching students. So write down your list of the things that you're grateful for, because when you're doing that, you're changing your state. The stress level that you are carrying around automatically starts to change. Take this exercise seriously. If there's anything that we can do for you, of course, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. I could talk about this all day, but the radio show is coming to an end. And before uh, the producer cuts me off, I'm going to cut myself off. If you guys need us for anything, what do you do? You go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Listen, if you guys are wondering which coaching program to get enrolled in, get involved in, I'm going to tell you right now. Get involved in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. It is a phenomenal coaching program, and it's only $197 a month. There are no contracts. It is literally your complete turnkey, ready-to-roll real estate system. Everything from lead generation to all your systems, to all your presentations, everything. And guess what? The coaching program is coached by Julie and myself, and it's video-based. So you don't have to meet our schedules to be on these coaching calls you can go back and watch the videos at any time. So seriously consider taking the first step or the next step in your real estate career by enrolling in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. Uh, if you want more information on that, just go to timandjulieharris.com, click on the coaching icon, and it's the first class. In the meantime, all of you guys have a fantastic weekend, and I'll talk with you on Monday. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.